0: from that moment forth, we can always use our words. That's exactly one of those things that we have as a people. So welcome again, and I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to my lovely listeners. We have another episode on when you say nothing at all. 5D, self-empowered, enlightened, way for those of you who are in this amazing soul age group at this point or for those of you who want to hear about expanding consciousness I need to create some of our subscription-based modeled content I'm still thinking about the topics I'll keep you posted but in the meantime throughout all of our episodes it's always going to be that enlightenment soul age group the expanding consciousness voice so tapping into your infinite higher human consciousness potential is a very real deal thing and we get to talk about how that feels and we also have Krishna Lila Shiva and Kali with us thank you Sadhguru and on that note we'll begin with Sadhguru's quotes a couple of them that my regular listeners have heard as long as you think someone else is responsible for the way you are you cannot become the way you want to be and the other one one of my favorites when someone else can make you happy or unhappy is it not the worst kind of slavery to know that the source of all human experience is within is liberation so all of our lovely day-to-day experiences are from within so much so that if you get the uh, foundation of your nervous system and the way yourself the brain wires which i share a lot about for now we're not going to do psychoeducation but regular listeners again you know all there is to know i've been telling you just how amazing it is to know that the truth is evil doesn't exist what exists are shame cycles and uh fault and blame and what's the other one shame blame fault guilt guilt we said revenge vengeance and these are all survival mechanisms from a brain and a body that is actually reactive so it's a reactive autonomous adult which is in fact an adaptive child unforgiving harsh self-preserving and sees the world in twos that's what the 4D community likes to talk about as the ego, but the ego self is your own, you know, brain. So it's where, if you learn about the psychoeducation, the younger charge parts, or even the IFS model, if you learn about the depth of what it is that a human is made of, and you believe in it, because uh, you know, there's people that don't, they they actually don't. But it's also not widespread. So much so that again, people. <laughs> Um, think I have pink tainted glasses and rainbows and sunshines in the forehead of me all over the place so on that note this is where we get to say nothing at all one of the aspects that is most important is to know that when shame happens here's bezel van der Kolk um, shame is always about this must have happened to me because I'm a bad person if I was a good person people wouldn't hate me or I don't know what the other word is but uh, trauma history brings about shame and those infants those children did not choose to have their right brain hemisphere be underdeveloped uh, and so not have a sense of self that is grounded and strong this is why for the 5d person that has some psychoeducation there's only compassion the ones who achieve a specific level of enlightenment even in the absence of psychoeducation to this depth because they're connected to full consciousness like said guru uh, they compassionately love all states of consciousness as he points out so for those who have the psychoeducation like for me and the listeners uh, we get to understand that we're in our ventral vagal state and the prefrontal cortex and so if, a, if somebody is in their sympathetic or parasympathetic they're defending so they're in red or yellow we don't consider that a rude person it's a biological rudeness it's a person who has a charged state they are reactive in the moment and so not only are they dumbed down if they're that angry or anxious because the stress hormones will start uh covering up the hippocampus so you know they'll start getting foggy and unclear also the ears one of the other psychoeducators shared how just people start tuning out they don't hear you but it's something that i've actually noticed all it takes is a person to be a bit upset about something for them to just start spitting their opinion out and uh, completely invalidating not seeing hearing accepting anything and coming at you with remarks of uh, biological rudeness they're not choosing deliberately meaning there's the autonomic nervous system the autonomic reaction plus their perspective remember we learned this recently i shared with you i don't have my notes with me but There's an automatic reaction with a perception and there's a created thought about the world as well. Remember, the brain hones in on negativity, meaning danger, not because it's negative. So the lack of predictability, which is equal to anything that is not what a person holds as truth. This is cognitive dissonance. There's just so many ways this conversation can go. And that's why those of us in the expanding consciousness we're full consciousness we hold again compassion we will share our truth to the best of our ability through a ventral vagal state and that's what we're getting to practice for those who are in that enlightenment soul age group the 5dc way that we discuss and that's thanks to the interactions with all of our loved ones especially obviously while they're in their red and yellow for us to be able and stay in a ventral vagal state because Thanks to Shiva and Kali, we are no thing, which is okay, and we are masters over our own life and death, meaning we are in uh, equanimity and awareness, and awareness of what? That we're in a body, in a heart, in a mind. Like we're here, a person's in front of us or a group. They may be yelling and being agitated. They represent no physical threat. Unless they have a weapon in their hand or they're getting very very aggressive and you know I've been in many conversations and so if somebody's in their sympathetic charge state I definitely back off almost immediately so that'll be interesting to practice because I can think of times when that will happen and I'll remember these moments and i did get one opportunity it was like a two second one though so it's, it's one time doesn't make it you know where i'm like always going to be able to be in that venture we will have to find out but not being able to uh, stay centered is what others who are not in this place within their body so ventral vagal is the actual it's an actual part of our nervous system the parasympathetic response and so it's safe and social being able to be a somatic empath is a person who with compassion though is able to realize that in front of them they have another person who's upset and that that's not considered rudeness with, oh man, I'm gonna get upset too. It takes the person to want to be in this place. And here's where another said guru quote, which the 5DC person knows all too well, the secrets of life will not yield to a flirtatious mind. It needs the attention of a dedicated lover. And since we are lifers, We definitely are dedicated lovers because our love affair is with the life that we are. And people make our life that much better. So when we're, again, in front of people who are getting upset, now you learn these things in time. So what do I mean? uh, While others consider growing up change, I consider those who are connected to the consciousness they are, they don't consider it the same because we've experienced maturing differently. So there is a way of always being connected to the essence of life that you are, like the love I hold for humanity, the passion I hold for humanity and life and just every subject matter I can think of, as long as my brain can pick it up, I'm like, wow, I just don't have all the time in the world to read every book. So I have a focus, which is the support of the personal development and ascension group. Thanks to Claire's, I can relate to my Ascension community. And in fact, this is why I've used the 5D with Self-Empowered Enlightened because of the experiences I have in trying to get those who are experiencing these things to know, one, they're not gifts. They're part of our actual way of being because we are energy want to go to the end of the spectrum that one guy who i think he's a physicist and he is explaining how the universe is this infinite energetic loop so he says you don't really ever die and if you are in again this enlightenment space you know this already even though we don't know it as a truth meaning we're not going to say hey it's a fact to those who don't believe it but inside we know it's true same way we also know that we don't remember these past lives and there's a reason for it and it doesn't matter like there's no let me arrive at the conclusion because there's a knowledge that you're always uneducated you're always not going to know everything for now you know i mean for all we know we'll live for i don't know i'm 42 so we'll see guys we'll see how long i get to live point is um those who are here understand when i speak these words That's why the 5D, the Ascension community, because see, in my day-to-day, there are not people, except for a group of people that I don't always get to interact with, that actually have one Claire's and that have the same experiences so they know that I'm not uh, some whack job, if you will. Some people that I thought were, uh, let's just put it this way, it was okay to share aspects turned out to be quite uh, indicative of, of just uh, how, how can I say this <laughs> when you say and saying nothing at all would have been way better in fact of past lives and, and beautiful experiences because uh, the reality is these are really amazing to tap into this space of energy when you are cherishing it because it's connected to your loved ones. And again, it's it's nice though as a seeker. So the 4D community are not seekers. They they start thinking of these uh, these things as if we're special. No one's. We're all special. All people are special. And so that's where, if you heard today's episode, yes, I think I was describing to you, or yesterday, the ability to embody full consciousness right now for those of you who are in the enlightenment soul age group already on that ability to hold it completely so we're getting to experience the isness that i hear said guru talking about and that's why the beauty of having loved ones that uh, don't see eye to eye on these topics is the opportunity to engage with our ventral vagal state with our prefrontal cortex while being in interactions that can be when you're not seen or heard or validated or accepted and you're able to sit in that space with Shiva and Kali so that's not a big deal versus what all other people who are still in their attachment styles and who are in other soul age groups and that's where what I was trying to get at is if you were to go back in time as a child me teenager young adults okay there are different ways that my energetic input was being shared and and so here's where while others present to me that in their mind this is me having changed I present to me something completely different because I don't feel changed and here's where even the psychoeducators if somebody tells me they haven't changed i'm going to get worried you know so there's this entire human splaining. because if you ask for consciousness uh again why are you telling me who i am i just told you who i am why are you telling me who i am why did you not hear what i just said and so we just learn how to not say anything at all like consistently so since i can remember i have been learning how to not say and i've also learned how to be in a place of listening because i'm curious about what other people say not because of what it means because i already know who i am because i'm curious what their interpretation is since they're another piece of life i want to hear what that other piece of life so here's where their state of consciousness whether it's in a vibration of enlightenment or not doesn't matter it's still a piece of life and today I can say ah you know wow as a kid I was like we're all kids of God now it's like ah we're all one big ball of energy so it's it's actually even more oneness (laughs) than it's ever been because with the upbringing of envisioning that we would stay in our form if you will that we're separate souls it had a different Relationship versus no, 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 we're actually consciousness, we're this infinite that keeps on learning this when we're alive, obviously, without remembering it, and yada yada yada. It's, it's just amazing. So, the silence for those who regularly tune in was actually welcomed. If you recall, as an 11 12 year old, I wrote a book where I said I would sit in a corner and I liked it that way I could think and sit because I love asking questions. And I asked so many questions, I was told so many times not to ask questions, but I still was so curious about everything. So I just started reading and I just started thinking about things. And so this is that place where thinking is just freaking awesome. But it's because of being in a ventral vagal state. So being curious, not being afraid of knowledge, not being afraid of what others think because there is an identity. I just used my name, Maria. Uh, you know i've been told as i was growing up you're you uh your twin is another person your other sisters another so this is where when you grow up with a family it gets clear that we're all each individuals so again for the person who's in this 5dc space loving life and humanity came and is easy so much so that there's not this sense of I haven't been seen or heard I'm the only one who takes care of everybody or the world sucks people suck yada 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 the ability right now for us to be in interaction with Shiva and Kali is what's fascinating me at this point and so I have a, a bit of a story that I wanted to share on that note and I know I lost track of something I was trying to state no no I didn't I actually stated it so the part of us being able to embody our expanded consciousness without saying anything because this is where the clairs and tapping into our immediate and extended oversoul it's not about it being a gift we're just all of an energetic spectrum and really what it is is that for those who are staying in the 4d bandwidth there they can if they choose master their mental emotional and physical planes and then transcend them and so right now we have at least two groups of people which are just speak either they're speaking their mouths off charged some are not saying anything but they're oppressing those emotions um because they're just in fear uh dorsal vagal they don't feel they can do anything but there's a suppression because they're not actually and like it's okay it'll be okay you know like having trust and faith and humanity in life um then we got the middle and some who are going in the equanimous which is really nice it's really nice to see the people who are bringing together their own psychoeducation and their own spirituality stuff from the metaphysics as a terrorism I like, for example, Aaron Dowdy is one of my favorites right now because he's helping people with attachment styles and he definitely will speak to a bunch that are in 4D. So that's going to be supportive for those individuals to get more human, if you will, and stop feeling like they come from some other planet and just to start actually building healthy relationships. Becoming a functional adult is what, you know, that enlightenment journey leads you to so as I was saying for me I haven't changed any bit I've expanded what I've always felt I was so I've learned to be more mature with my Kali Shiva and my Krishna Lila which means to share a ventral vagal state no even though I'm still learning a little bit about that one because of you know loved ones immediate loved ones that one still gets heated those who tune in regularly know so here's where I'm learning again to pick up on either cues of the nervous system or somehow to pause it as I'm catching it and uh, the other end of the spectrum which my mind just went blank uh, the interacting is important and the noticing is important for those who are not here yet they're just reactive with each other and that's where even though they might not say anything at all it's because they want to keep security power and control so there are safety behaviors at hand for those of us on this other end of the spectrum it's because we're not uh, wanting and needing to share here's what I was gonna say and so some of the 4d community and or people who are still expanding because they might not necessarily feel that they are part of that spectrum but The the reason I say 4D is because they're still in between. They're still not completely enamored with people and life. So as long as there's not joy and love, and you can't pretend it from the body, this is the part. So if they're objective, they will know if their body is at ease, and they will know if it's not mapping out your nervous system. There's plenty of ways you can do that, and I've shared multiple times with uh, my community that. So you can ask if you would like me to share that again if any one of you is new i also wanted to share this very important pat ogden so here shame can be so debilitating for two main reasons one it can lead a person to believe their entire self is bad and two shame can make someone fear being fully and truly seen by others shame is a sense well that's not pat ogden that was the text that is sharing for the uh, advanced master program on the treatment of trauma that i'm taking this is nicabm.com and uh, the session is dedicated to uh, overcome shame that stems from trauma shame is a sense of something being bad or wrong about the self as opposed to guilt which is about the action not the self that's Pat Ogden. Now, here's that part about why there is no evil. There are shame, blame, guilt, revenge loops. Because you can tell, since the person's taking actions with the protector on, plus all the psychoeducation that I've had, actually, that's where it's at. But that nervous system. And what it really is, is the inability for a person to speak a truth calmly and then to actually continue also conversation, but also being triggered. So people that are triggered from unconditional love, that's where there's a dynamic at play. Remember that our nervous systems, one, communicate to each other, right brain to right brain. But then there's also, if you're loved ones, people create assumptions about each other, expectations. And the part about um, being able to be in a vibration that allows a fragment, and so parts that are seen that maybe the person is not ready to integrate because the person's not ready to be in their prefrontal cortex as they're getting charged. And this is where I know that right now some people might be lost, but this is very important to remember about shame. And that it's not evil because the shame vibration is the lowest of the lowest except for the death one and people who have shame cycles they do inner critic outer critic they deny through drugs alcohol food sex and they withdraw isolation reassessment they really don't reassess these are not chosen consciously these are patterns that their brain wired in if you will that their nervous system the body has and it's from that right brain hemisphere being triggered and so the person's not tending to it. They're overwhelmed by that limbic system and the limbic system is where we have the amygdala and the hippocampus. So there's a whole bunch of parameters when you are dealing with any person who is not in a green ventral vagal state. The functional adult who's a somatic empath who's in a constant compassionate state which is a complete 5D person because they're only unconditionally loving and they're neutral. The oneness consciousness can differ how they decide and/or where they're at in describing that to themselves. If they are only in a journey of spirituality, like with Sadhguru, they won't talk about clears, They might not necessarily even talk about the Oversoul. They'll just know we're one big, you know, consciousness, if you will, or something like that. And they'll know about karma, it being the foundation of our like or karma, the foundation of our likes and dislikes is the karma is karma (laughs) excuse me so actions that cause reactions or effects it's a whole law of cause and effect I think it was which is why karma just started to get used by the western world is in the wrong way and I still remember I used it at times two and then somebody said you know it actually means x y and z and I left it at that because the reality is a 5dc person we always know that the truth comes forth and the truth is not good or bad it's something that has no side because every aspect is different than another so if i'm interacting with one person they can look like they're reacting the same but to a person who's 5dc they're not the same because you pick up on that consciousness the fragments included or the charge states they don't have to be fragments necessarily but there are parts of a person that they've uh, they've allowed because the body will store your trauma as long as it can and as long as you're not ready to deal with it as an adult and it's not about thinking it's about experiencing the experience of the sensation remember we talked about this so feeling it yourself and then walking yourself through just emotion because when you name the emotion i'm angry and then you start taking a look at it and you're like okay why am i angry where am i feeling this anger what's going on but you calm yourself before you continue exploring what is the significance obviously this where an empowered person easily does this somebody who has yet to achieve their own self-regulation will not be able i believe everyone can achieve anything that their heart desires but they need to believe in it. So I actually fundamentally believe any person can learn. It doesn't matter what attachment style they are. I have faith that if they wanted to, if they got the information and they were open to knowing they can, then they would learn. They would apply it. In fact, actually it makes no sense to me when a person gets a one plus one equals two and they don't. They're like, "No, nope, I well, and I shouldn't say that. I do know why because they don't believe in themselves the same way they don't believe in humanity." So, of course, they're going to think, "No, I this doctor said it's this way, so this is the only way, and anything that adds to it is something they're just not going to consider." So, when we're choosing to not speak up about things, it's not about um not knowing what we're thinking or feeling or or experiencing it's that for those who are in the space again of that enlightenment soul age group we are interacting with the knowledge that we're expanding together so we're we're all friends and we're all getting to be more of the unlimited potential we are so this is the biggest difference the exchange of thoughts is not a good or bad thing it's an exchange of thoughts the exchange of opinions is not a good or bad thing And the part about physical, mental, emotional, financial, economical, cultural, societal security is solo. The person is able to, the person who's a enlightened soul age group. So inside their heart of hearts, inside their body, they're at ease with everything life-related. When they're conceptualizing topics with each other, conceptualizing them from a place of spirituality meaning they know what their own opinion is they're not needing to point it out if it's going to agitate unnecessarily situations and the story let me get the story or at least an example of it so when people disagree on important matters particularly loved ones because you know strangers usually you're just going to have a discussion you might learn either to talk with the person like i definitely enjoy talking to people so when i meet people who are pretty much sticklers for rules in a certain way i learn how to navigate their space or i try and actually i can thank my loved ones for pointing out uh where i can get boring or repetitive or where i can get um Not linear. This is very important because those who are in this 5D C space, we use left-right brain equally in the sense of everybody has access to both sides. But the right brain tends to be interacting when the implicit memory of your charged parts gets triggered until you are a self-empowered person at that point you're no longer triggered which means you can have any conversation on any topic and you're not going to be charged pure and simple or at the very least you'll be aware that you're getting charged and you learn to work with that and so what i was telling you about me if somebody you meet tells you about where i'm at today they would tell you they would never have envisioned certain aspects and that's only though because of my background in uh, political science and my master's in international relations and diplomacy and my voicing for causes that are important and they're still important and that's where having had that Image and that practicality. A person who has remained in the left-brainer, if you will, thinking so linearly with social compulsions and/or social cultural norms as valued in a specific way, which is kind of fixed versus malleable. You can see here's where you're. If you're a seeker, nothing's fixed. You're always knowing it can be different. And so right here is where we never say anything at all again especially when we're meeting those triggered egos because we're not out there to try and prove we are sharing life so when we can't share our full expression our full thought because somebody deems it immediately wrong because they've just decided that they know all of the truths of all of the truths because of their lists of rules We don't really want to say anything, why would we? They already have the truth, and it's very important apparently for them to make a statement. So, in time, thanks to loved ones, those of us here, we actually simply share moments that allow a way of getting to know the speck of life that each one of us is, and anything that triggers those charge states, we leave for them to siphon, because they're going to end up doing that type of energetic exchange with their we groups, their leader, whatever, and get into those charge states. We don't actually have an interest in getting in sympathetic or dorsal vagal, for that matter. Like there's not curiosity in having an argument that doesn't really have any point, anyways, because the argument is not only fixed on something that is going through change for reasons that the person and or people in general are not seeing because they're too blinded by whatever their their side is saying and they're too narrow in their consciousness limited to realize that they don't know what tomorrow is going to look like the minute you marry the unknown with Shiva is the minute that you know, one, every day, whatever you choose to wake up with or however it is you wake up and then you choose to relate to that with your emotions, your thoughts, your feet. that's how your day is going to be. doesn't need to have a belief. <laughs> it's very straightforward. The way you want to relate to what's taking place in the world, you can use the past and that's exactly where the 4D, 3D and any other soul age group who keeps on not expanding to a... 5d mindset meaning yes things are changing because obviously there's a transformation you know and actually what the the truth is for anybody who's in this enlightenment soul age group if you're connected excuse me i should specify it's only when you're connected to expanded consciousness the minute that you know this place is why you will know that there is actually nothing that you have to do or not do everything is in perfect order we also don't impose our our wants or desires we don't imp- in uh, what's the word? we don't affect free will everybody chooses what they want and as for structure it's going to keep you know doing what it's doing so that's where the perfection is what you know because when I look at the world I see where it's headed and I see what makes sense to me logically speaking with a globe that is a certain amount of square meters and with a certain amount of water and i'm not a genius so i don't actually have all of that in my brain but i'm pretty sure humans still think that they know more than nature somehow they think this is the beauty of actually recognizing how ego works like completely and what i'm talking about is when people don't realize that they're Ability, because we all have it, secondary consciousness, to know that we don't know creates what I find not a dilemma. Actually, I I find it amazing because it's not scary. I call it the human condition versus the human dilemma because it's a joyride for those of us who have no deal with thinking about things outside the box the energetic creator space is above neutrality, which requires a person to consistently have a level of self-empowerment, which means you don't get emotionally, physically, mentally, or anything destabilized, even economically, financially. Because the reality is, if you're homeless, nobody really cares unless they care about society's little labels of, oh, now you're homeless. Obviously, you care about being homeless for food and health, and there's a lot of other things that are dangerous, but I'm saying the idea of being homeless doesn't bring shame to me I I actually one of the things I remember clearly choosing as I got done with my master's realizing that no it's not gonna be easy to get a job I'm gonna have to pay these loans and I don't know if I'm gonna you know all the things that college people go through and I said you know I actually accept that if I become homeless it will be okay like I literally went through this whole acceptance of this being a potential because I was not going to in fact I never did uh, give up on where I felt and how I felt I wanted to pursue helping people in the world and uh, all the, the time when that would be something I'd face I'd be like it's not a big deal so what i just i, I just want to find a, a warm place because i'm not really great with cold weather but other than that i don't really care if i would be calm homeless because if that's uh, something that can happen well hey at the same time these are those exaggerated um examples that you know aren't going to come true in fact here's why you know it's really awesome to be in a 5dc space uh, i can't wait to hear of your guys's stories when you're here or if you're already here because all i get to hear are the shame blame fault revenge loops the, you know the the idea that we're not going to make it the 4 d 3D. you know the this society society it's like dude do you not know that there's what it's not that it's there in suffering i forget so that's the part there's the aspect of the mammalian heritage of a person wanting to attach and or defend and because nervous systems speak to each other plus you know everything in the universe as the physicists say is a sound but we all vibe people who are right now facing change as presented by Ter Brock in the Summit on Compassion their survival brain is on. This is why people are not kinder to each other because our resources are dwindling because there are things that are changing and this destabilizes the centeredness of those who do not know that they are life and they are worthy just as they are. And really that word should not even exist in their vocabulary. But that's for those who are in other soul age groups to decide and determine. So some people, they actually will die of shame or guilt or regret or again aspects that they think are strong but they're not because they're not looking at the fact that their thoughts emotions and body their actions are all in their control all of them now looking at it doesn't mean it's easy to implement for those who have an attachment style that gives the body like attached cry for help that one which i recently learned in depth and actually because i have experiences with it uh, I was like okay now I'm getting it because again nervous systems speak to nervous system and so even if it's from afar when I'm interacting with people who have this there's a feeling and it's a specific feeling they described as they were teaching about this which is un, unsu, I'm trying to remember the word because it was it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's um, invasive the attached cry for help because it's a panicky infant though that is desperate and their energy is needing to cling on so it comes into your space but because as an adult they don't recognize the sensation in their body so as long as this is not recognized by the person that they're sensing a void that is panicking not the other they're that they sense this So until they're able to sense what they're feeling and then be the grown-up in the room for themselves, that's connecting to one's higher self, and in that moment though, not only self-regulate, which they were saying is not the only thing because they're going to want to have gained the co-regulation. So first they need to find a safe social person that will help them to co-regulate, The moment they feel the feeling of being seen, heard, accepted, validated, is the moment that they, though, would have to, quote-unquote, have to. They would want to embody what they're now sensing, thanks to another person, and then make their own. All of this is very straightforward, and yet, for those who don't have an attachment style that is secure, it's not straightforward. And uh, even if you share with them, because I do that, I share the psychoeducation in a very informal way as we're discussing all topics of life Is a loved one. There's a disregard for the input given because there's a preferred storytelling, which is from that ego again. So instead of pausing... Allowing themselves to sit in the now of the prefrontal cortex and just explore the emotion, the sensation, bring to themselves the regulated and stay in a safe and social body. The, the uh, inclination to move back into that angry life is unfair, the fear I can't do this, the guilt uh, I'm to blame, it's my fault, I'm a problem, the uh, shame I'm broken there's nothing good about me, and here's where there's that collapse. So these types of individuals, doesn't matter how many times you share, if they're not applying a somatic exercise and allowing themselves to know they can embody a different sensation, that it has everything to do with their, again, nervous system and wiring. So to normalize it versus pathologize it, which people do to each other anyways, they're throwing these daggers at each other, Uh, here's why we don't say anything at all because we know the truth about evil is it doesn't exist because when we meet people who are reactive with our opinions is not evil people we know when we're not being seen heard validated or accepted so when we're defined quote-unquote a whack job it's not an evil person it's a person who doesn't have the experiences you have and who is deciding that they think they know the truth about what you're experiencing. That's not the only person. you got plenty of experts doing the same thing. Don't bring one in. I, I have plenty of them that I would not say anything at all to. One of the thoughts that comes to my mind always is this part of change because, I mean, I know that if people hear this and when they do them, but yes, you have. Okay, that's what I'll say. That's not what my belief is but you know they're gonna keep arguing about it so what's easier is just to nod your head and say okay and then allow them to share with you something interesting because you know you're there to share a moment of life you're not there to have a discussion on who you are since you know who you are since again you know what you just said (laughs) and if they're agitated furthermore that's where those protectors those blinders there's just an inability to be heard anyways The part that is most important to us of why we don't say anything at all is that we don't want to hurt people's feelings. And understanding that there's not a choice in a person who's being reactive and that there's no energy vampires. It's because of their wiring, their attachment style, there's aspects to that that are explainable. I recently found a anthropologist biologist that studies the brain we're going to learn more about that the one lady with the we have a love compartment a trauma compartment so she explains a couple of things that I know are going to be helpful and so yeah the story is essentially talking about important matters that uh, involve your own space your own time your own schedule okay and this is very important for every person the person who's not uh, a cog okay so the enlightenment soul age group again doesn't matter what society says they deem aesthetically pleasing we are not here to do aesthetically pleasing like saidguru points out spiritual process is not here about good behavior good behaviors for others we follow the rules the good behavior is not about rules we follow the structure Uh, we are who we are so it means if I for example and I've done this uh, having panic attacks and not always being able to uh, feel at ease with eating I've been to uh, parties before where there's social customs in Italy particularly and these are only close loved ones because if they're not then I will most likely refuse because that would mean that there's a potential for a person to be offended so I'll just refuse the invite and that way I avoid potentially doing something that is considered socially rude so my intimate friends I know they will understand because they know me so they they will understand and this is where in one of the situations I essentially said look I can't eat anymore I know you paid for this, but I can't. And my friend was like, "Come on, I said, you want me to throw up on your table? because <laughs> I could tell her that. I could I'll do that, but you know I don't think you want me to ruin this, so let's avoid this right now <laughs> that's, and, and so for example, that's what sadguru means by, I'm sure the whole we're not here to be good behavior. It's about you being able to, in fact, this is where it's a vagal state no because that's what a person who is 5dc can say there's no agitation the part about caring this is where it depends on how much practice you've gotten to have so i know i have plenty more to do before i get into the state of complete with my loved ones when I'm not saying anything because of being either human-splained or not seen, not heard, not validated, not accepted in specific arenas, but being told of aspects that don't—they um, don't make sense and yet they do. Because again, when you remember that people that are your loved ones, they just assume automatically at a certain point that they know everything And that's very cute, actually. I find that very cute, that a person will think they know everything about you. (laughs) I find it very cute. Not only do I find it quite um, silly, because it means you're thinking that a person... uh, Well, actually, you know what? It's not that. It's because people navigate the lived sense of self. So they really do think they know you, because they'll see your routine every day, and so they think that's all you are don't know the depths of the sense of self that's in fact that's what it is because if you meet people that do know this then there's there's not knowing you when you meet self-empowered people there's a way i've had few conversations and it's specific topics where i can dive into the depths because there's no sensitive about it so when those moments happen it's, it's such an enriching experience because you have a consciousness and another consciousness sharing that depth of dimension versus what becomes a lower vibration because another person takes a rigid format because they get into sympathetic or dorsal vagal they get into that red or yellow or that adaptive child response where they're now manipulating information gaslighting getting upset so that security power and control no trust no steam no intimacy they're just all over it. you know they're all over the place even though they're not they, they, they'll be linear because this is what those who have a lived sense of self they will use their rule books as if they're telling you what's what <laughs> thinking that they know what they're talking about but they only have one layer which is their layer but that's the part they do know what they're talking about they've shut their door, their brain is not participating, in fact they're not in their highest intellect, they're not in their prefrontal cortex, their executive decision maker is not there, they're in their limbic system, and they're in one of their charged parts, and this is where if it's one, usually it can be a blend of them, especially if there's no adult in the room, which will happen with a disorganized or ambivalent attachment person, the avoidant and the anxious i would say are pretty straightforward if i think of the attached cry for help that one is definitely uh, an energy that invades your space in a way that it's it's quite um for the independent person that is a complete adult so we like to be free (laughs) it's annoying now when it's desperate it's painful when it's all excited it becomes annoying because it's not an infant the infant doesn't hog your time the infant doesn't invade your space the infant doesn't try to make you do what they want you to do not that anybody can make you unless they have a gun they can't but the energy of wanting by quote unquote force it's this it's this clingy energy so again a person who's here is like "Mm, i can feel this clingy energy being able to practice the ventral state is what we get to do because they're all loved ones and not saying anything about the aspect of the psychoeducation because some again they're they're bored by it but the part about discussions where your own um, time your own space so your actual own stuff and your own choices and your own uh, thoughts okay your own chosen social culture whatever it is when that gets thrown at you by loved ones for those of us here we don't say anything at all and we've learned that in time because so if I use me what's quote-unquote changed is my ability to be equanimous and to actually simply be at ease and uh, smile and try to engage and I love being able to be given the opportunity to keep my nervous system in the ventral vagal state because that's what's gonna help me to become more and more of that master in the Kali with Shiva space and it's really great it's really awesome to be able and be engaging because so many people are so upset they get so upset so quickly so easily so many adaptive children around that it's really nice to be able and stand in a space of safe and socialness also as a Reiki master and somebody who is a somatic empath that perception of people around me and the collective the immediate oversoul, the extended oversoul it for a while was definitely allowing me to expand more and more of the unconscious love now I get to expand a specific way of picking up on these perfumes because they're like sense of perfumes for when we're not interacting but I'm picking it up in dream state or in just the collective for themes and so here's where these all these experiences they're not really shared anymore because they get boxed up they get you know used in certain ways unless it's part of the moment because this is where spiritual process again a person who's in this Soul age group is not only living the most awesomeness of lives ever, they're also knowing they're supporting each other to expand to more consciousness. Some say in a specific state of consciousness with a specific soul age group, but they still expand. And so when there's triggers, and so again, you're being invalidated, unseen. You're also being attacked by protector. Because a protector is hiding the shame part, the guilt, the blame, the attach, the fault, the revenge, um, the please appease. So if a person deems something important, such as linear thinking and or important to give up one's own space and one's own time for societal norms, okay, that good behavior, because that's what all these other soul age groups, they're still... Pleasing, appeasing, collapse, submitting, attach, crying for help for their, par- their parents, their families, society is equal to that. So they are conducting good behavior, they are choosing to pay a price. Now, the part beneath the surface, they don't actually believe in it yet. So they just think that their person who's upset, because why would I not be upset is what they would say, you know, and this is where it's like, well, actually, there's things you can do to expand your consciousness here. But that would require the adult to want to be in the room to say, wait a minute, what is this anger? What is this frustration? What is it for this charge part? And that's how you metabolize it. But if you're too busy with your storyline, with your protector on versus recognizing that that's an adaptive child, self-preserving, harsh, unforgiving, who's protecting, who's the wounded? The wounded is the shame, blame, guilt and uh fault revenge this is where please appease is all over the place for a lot of people man i've seen the please appease in fact it's 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 really interesting because it'll go from pleasing appeasing to passive aggressive to then uh attacking and blaming to then other things and um, they're all safety behaviors they're all a way for the protector to keep that part that felt that they weren't good enough because again, if you're in an attachment style, secure attachment is trauma too. So you're trying to please appease the adults in the household that was your terror because we were all infants and none of us thought, oh yay, I'm getting yelled at, how wonderful. That's why I read to you the shame thing. The difference for some of us, those that tune in regularly, know my story. Yet three years old, I told my mother she couldn't spank me because it was my body. And i tell that story because this is an indication of what my nervous system in its own ventral vagal state already decided not only that i got spanked and after she was finished with a little spank i went to make my suitcase to go to my grandma which i don't think i did but again indication of exactly how i did not attach or defend i said you shouldn't do this and here's why (laughs) and now that you did i'm going to leave because you did not respect what i told you about my body and um, this is where my twin sister on the other hand went up to her and hugged her and told her she would never leave her so she reassured the adult and that's where these are nervous system responses these are attachment styles these are why people will start discussing and arguing with each other without realizing that it's silly but the part about For us, when we're being completely a person and our people are overstepping in certain ways, we have learned from the love that we hold for our loved ones because there's no need for us to, we don't want to we don't have to, it's not important, we see the bigger picture, so the bigger picture is that if a person's reactive, they're not thinking logically or clearly, and uh, they're making a very clear statement of what they feel is the right thing to do, uh, the fact that they don't regard your own ability to have a different choice, desire, want, needs, yada, 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 is not in fact what they are thinking about, because they're not thinking, <laughs> they are reacting, and the aspect of them thinking with the mantles of enlightenment and sense of integrity many people are actually in the idea that when they argue with each other they are fighting for justice so there you go there's all the 3d 4d people out there for you doing a lot of different things versus being in a space of enlightenment knowing that uh, we have basic things that we want to bring forth to allow all people to live When it comes to loved ones not seeing us, hearing us, validating, and also sometimes um, entering spaces that uh, they could avoid, we don't want to make a big deal out of it because it's unnecessary. And that's where Shiva and Kali come into the mix. So we have other more important things to do, and usually we're proactive because as we're being presented something, depending on the situation, we will be able to figure out our next steps immediately. We don't have to speak it. We'll just know what we're gonna do and what we're not going to do and we will sit with it and share it at the appropriate moment in the appropriate time or you know again we've already figured out what uh, is okay or not okay so not needing that emotional mental physical or financial economical societal validation whether it be loved ones or strangers when it comes to rules of course we're gonna follow rules uh, that, that would be kind of silly not to so you know you don't say anything at all when it's not going to bring something beneficial to all and something long-term we wait and allow time to do its thing because this is the part everything always truth always comes forth sustainability life always leads itself to life that's the cycle of it that is only a part of it but there's where death doesn't exist for consciousness so we actually just keep going and going and going and uh, why bother saying anything about that since we can't prove it right so looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences calling in and have a wonderful day